you are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past. Featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories, Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G, D-O-D-G-E-R-S-T. Hello, Dodger fans. Welcome to Locked On Dodgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked On, your team every day. This is the daily podcast covering the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue. I am Jeff Snyder, Baseball Central, flying solo today. Vince was at the game reopening day. Uh, The game went long. He has an early meeting uh, in the morning, and so I'm flying solo today. Vince will be here tomorrow to give you an in-person report from reopening day and what it felt like to be with 52,000 of his closest friends once again. Uh, but I'm going to be talking about the Dodgers winning the second game of the series with the uh, with the Phillies. Mookie Betts had a moment, uh, which is kind of kind of what we hoped he would have uh, once he got in front of all the Dodger fans. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about the game, a lot of different things, the defense, uh, you know, things like that. Then I'm going to talk about MLB's uh, new memo about sticky stuff and the uh, penalties they'll be laying out. And then I'm going to talk about the wave uh, and, you know for or against. You'll have to wait and see. So that's the plan for today. But first, I want to remind you, please follow Locked On Dodgers wherever you get your podcasts. And when you get get in your car or sit on your couch, tell your smart device to play podcasts, Locked On Dodgers. All right. So the defense was pretty shaky. Uh, They made three errors, including two in one inning, the inning that the Phillies scored two runs to tie the game 3-3, which cost Julio Urias his 10th win. He ended up getting a no decision. Uh, and it was there was an error on Chris Taylor, which you don't see very often. A ground ball up the middle that uh, he he fielded it cleanly. Thought he might go for a double play. Was running towards second. Realized that he wasn't going to be able to get to second base in time. We're not sure that he could, so he threw it to first. He threw it offline a little bit. Uh, I think Max Muncy or Cody Bellinger makes the play pretty easily. Uh, Albert Pujols came off the bag, and so I think that's why they gave the the error to to Chris Taylor. Uh, he came off the bag and then missed the ball. It bounced off his glove. It wasn't as bad a throw as it looked like uh, based on how it was received, but that's part of what you get with Albert Pujols. Uh, you know that the defense is not his strong suit. He did have two hits, so uh, we'll we'll take it. And uh, and so that let the Phillies tie the game up at three. Uh, but that set things up for Mookie Betts to have his big moment. It was his first time playing in front of a packed house of Dodger fans. And he had a hard line drive base hit earlier in the game. And then he came up in the, I don't know, seventh inning, maybe the sixth, one of those, uh, in a tie game. And he hit a solo home run to take the lead. Ended up being the winning run, give the Dodgers a 4-3 to lead. And later in the bottom of the eighth, he 
had, uh, I guess, so it probably was the seventh when he hit the home run. Then in the bottom of the eighth, he had an RBI single to, to add an insurance run. And so Mookie, he got the Mookie chance uh, shortly after the Angels suck chant for some reason. Uh, according to Vince, I think there was somebody in the stands in an Angels jersey or something. Uh, I don't know. Um, but, you know, the, the, the fans had some moments. We're going to talk about the wave later. But, uh, yeah, so Mookie, Mookie got to have his moment. I don't know if we necessarily... Expect it to be in the very first game full of fans, but it, it couldn't have been better. Mookie had a lot of great moments last year, helping the Dodgers win the World Series. It was nice for 52,000 people to get to see him do that uh, tonight. So it was awesome. Um, the Dodgers had to use Blake Trinan and Victor Gonzalez both for the third straight day. Uh, Phil Bickford also pitched uh, his first time since his disaster the other day. And uh, he, he didn't start off very well. He walked the first two guys. Uh, but then he got two strikeouts and a ground out and got out of it. Uh, but, you know, with those two guys going for their third straight days, they're two of the Dodgers' highest leverage relievers. The Dodgers are going to need some distance out of Clayton Kershaw in today's series closer, series finale. Uh, you know, and, and that's what you expect from Kershaw. You expect to get at least six. I think they're going to be hoping he can go seven. Uh, Kenley should be available, but he did also pitch two days in a row and now one day off. And so it would be really nice if the Dodgers could have an out- offensive outburst so that Kenley isn't needed. Let Mitch White throw a couple innings or something. I, I don't think that's likely because Zach Wheeler is pitching for the Phillies and he's very good. Uh, but the Dodgers do need to get some length from Kershaw to give the bullpen a break. Uh, because that's what what they're going to need. Then they do have a day off on Thursday. So if Kershaw can give them some length, it kind of will be a reset for the bullpen, get everybody ready, and then they, they go into Arizona to take on the Diamondbacks this weekend, which hopefully uh, offense can help them out there. Uh, other news around the National League West, the Padres lost again. The The Giants looked like they were going to lose. They were down 7 to nothing to the D-backs. Ended up winning 8-7. to Mike Yastrzemski had a hit a go-ahead grand slam into uh, what Max Muncy calls the ocean. I'm not sure if Giants fans get upset about I saw Jared Carabas called it the ocean. Uh, I don't know if that upsets Giants fans when it's uh, their own guy hitting it into there. I don't know. Uh, but either way, Mike Yastrzemski hit a grand slam. The Giants ended up winning that game, uh, which is frustrating. But so as things stand right now, the Dodgers remain a game behind the Giants, and they, re- they are now four games ahead of the Padres in the National League West. Uh, the Padres are two and eight in their last ten. They they've lost, I think they're like nine and fifteen since they started uh, that dumb WWE chain, Flava Flav kind of chain thing. So uh, you know maybe that's not their best idea. But anyway, that's the standings in the National League West right now. And that's a quick report. Like I said, Vince is going to be here tomorrow to give an in-person report of what it was like being in the stadium on reopening day. I saw that there were still fans, still cars coming into the parking lot in like the fourth or fifth inning, uh, maybe even later than that. Just kind of crazy uh, from what I heard from a few people who were there. It was it was crazy to be back there busy-wise. Maybe people forgot about Los Angeles traffic. I don't know, a few things. But Vince will be here for the report. I know he was there bright and early and uh, had a good time at the game. So he'll be here tomorrow for that. And that's about it. Dodgers have now won this series. They'll go for the sweep uh, today. 
and hopefully they can wrap that up and finish a sweep, and maybe if the D-backs can finally get off their road losing streak, they can help the Dodgers out and get the Dodgers into first place. But, uh, you know, not going to count on the D-backs to be any help. So anyway, I will be back in a minute. I'm going to talk about the Sticky Stuff memo from Major League Baseball, what it is, and my thoughts on it. So keep it locked on Dodgers. We've been talking a lot about sports trade lately. If you haven't heard about it, it's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. It's no wonder this company is blowing up. The site is really amazing. I can't believe nobody else has thought of this concept before, as sports trade truly takes fantasy to the next level. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. Making money with sports trade is simple. Player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their performance in each game compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. So the more points they score, the higher the value goes. And two, supply and demand. The more shares that are purchased in a player, the higher their value goes. You can instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you'd like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. I think you'll really be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in on the action at sportstrade.com. Wealthfront. Stocks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but it's not a good way to grow your long-term wealth because very few... Uh, day traders, only about 1% beat the market. And it's not even the same 1% every year. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. You should team up with Wealthfront instead. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. There's no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. And Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free for life by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB and get started today. All right. Uh, let's talk about the the sticky stuff memo that came out from Major League Baseball. Vince and I talked yesterday, mentioned that once it was officially out, we would talk about it. Well, that time is now. And, you know, basically the, the short version is all foreign substances are banned. Umpires are going to be proactive in checking pitchers, starters, and relievers. There's a 10-game suspension for anyone caught uh, using any any foreign substance. They specifically said that includes a mixture of rosin and sunscreen. Uh, position players and catchers can be checked too if there's suspicion. Like, for example, say if a ball sticks to Yadi Molina's chest protector, the umpire might say, hmm, that's suspicious, and check to see if there's any pine tar on Yadi Molina's chest protector. You know, things like that. Uh, and like with all on field suspensions, uh, suspensions for on field matters, the players cannot be replaced on the active roster uh, when they are suspended. I've found a lot of people being surprised by that or pointing it out like it was a big thing. Uh, but that's the same. Like I said, it's that's the case for all on-field suspensions. Uh, you can't replace the guy. That's why when a pitcher throws at a guy, it hurts the team. He gets suspended for six days. Guess what? You're playing a, a guy short in your bullpen or whatever. So uh, 
that is not anything that's unique to this. Uh, it, it seemed to be a big selling point for a lot of people. Oh, that's what will be the, the deterring factor for these pitchers because it will hurt their team. No, the pitcher, you know, because the suspension is with pay, so I get that. Uh, people think that's a weak punishment. But, yeah, it leaves their, their team a man short on the roster, and you don't want to be suspended because you're there to play baseball. And so, yeah, maybe it would be better if they were suspended without pay. Uh, but, you know, I don't think that's even close to uh, – the, the worst parts of this implementation. Uh, my, my concerns are two things. One is timing. Like, let, let me make it clear. I'm very glad that Major League Baseball is cracking down on the sticky stuff, the foreign substances, whatever you want to call it. I think uh, baseball has swung way too far in favor of pitchers lately. I think there's not enough offense. There's too many strikeouts. And a lot of that is because you know, in addition to everybody throwing a thousand miles an hour, they also have crazy movement. And a lot of that is because of the sticky stuff, because of the high spin rates makes the fastballs harder to hit because they, you know, the four seam fastball doesn't drop as much. So it looks like it's rising when a higher spin rate, a curve ball is going to curve more, all, all, you know, all that stuff that spin rate can do, the sticky stuff increases the spin rate. So I am glad that MLB is cracking down on this. My concern is the timing and the zero to a hundred nature of it. Um, I think this should have been done in an off season. I, I'm I'm glad they're not waiting till this next off season, but I really wish they had done it this last off season. It was November 9th when the Athletic wrote the big article about sticky stuff, said everybody's doing it. November 9th. That's like a week and a half after the World Series ended. If Major League Baseball had sat down right then and said, "Okay, let's figure this out," and let's say it took them two weeks to figure it out, and on November 23rd. Let's say on Thanksgiving Day, they announced, okay, just so you know, next year, all sticky stuff, all foreign substances are banned. Put out the exact same memo they just put out on Tuesday, but put that out on Thanksgiving. Well, that gives pitchers, what, two months, three months before, almost three months before spring training starts. And then all of spring training to get used to it, to figure it out. Instead, they're going in, in the middle of the season, and we already saw uh, Tyler Glass now of the of the Rays. He proactively, because he knew this was coming down, he stopped using sticky stuff, and now he's going to have Tommy John surgery. Probably he has a torn UCL. Um, is it a direct co- 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 uh, correlation connection? I don't know. I don't know if it was not using the sticky stuff that caused the injury. Tyler Glass now thinks it was. He thinks that he had to grip the ball differently and more tightly to get the the movement or whatever and that caused different stress on his forearm which is connected to the elbow and yeah it's perfectly plausible to think you know what that probably did contribute to his injury and you're doing that in the middle of a season whereas if Tyler Glasnow had found out on Thanksgiving he ate a big turkey dinner and then got a, a call from his agent hey by the way MLB said they're banning all foreign substances he could have spent all of December thinking huh okay Let's let's see how I can do this. Feel the ball, and then you can spend all spring training, actually working on it, trying you know getting his command, all that stuff. We've talked about Trevor Bauer is his lack of command because he's not using sticky stuff. It, that might be the least of people's concerns because if there's injury risks, that's dangerous. Hitters don't like that they're banning everything because they're worried they're going to get hit in the head with fastballs because the pitchers can't control them. I don't know if that's legitimate. Baseball's memo said that they their research has found that it's actually safer for hitters. 
Uh, is that the case? I don't know. Some pretty res- respected scientists like Meredith Wills seem to take issue with that and think uh, maybe MLB is talking out of their butts. So a lot of, lot of possibilities there. But doing it when they did and saying, okay, everything is banned. Because that's the other thing. You've got the rosin and sunscreen, which is what people have used for years to get a better grip on the baseball for control. Um, it's the sticky stuff, the the spider tack, whatever, you know, whatever the different brands are. That's what increases the spin rate. That's what's gotten out of hand. Uh, you know, I, I think overall, I like the idea of not using anything. Um, but... Uh, right now, mid-season, if you've decided, okay, we missed our chance to do it when we should have, but we have to do something mid-season because offense is struggling too much, spin rates are out of control, we have to do something. Well, I think you basically need to grandfather in the sunscreen and rosin thing because otherwise you really are going from, okay, I just feel like it's an injury risk because pitchers have to go from using whatever they wanted to using nothing. Uh, Not to mention the skin's cancer risk because Major League Baseball actually said uh, pitchers shouldn't put sunscreen on for night games. Well, guess what? Uh, Night games that start at 7-10 in Los Angeles, guess what? The sun's still up. And guess when else the sun is up? The three or four hours the players are out on the field warming up before the game. So are you telling me the starting pitcher should put on sunscreen uh, while he's warming up in the afternoon and then go take a shower or wash off his arms or whatever uh, as soon as the sun goes down? It just doesn't make sense. It's like I feel like whoever came up with that idea uh, has never like maybe lives in a bubble, maybe has never actually lived life in a situation where you might, you know, spend some time in the sun and then later when the sun goes down, not be in the sun anymore, but maybe not take a shower in between there. It just seems so stupid to me. And so it's going to be really hard to enforce the sunscreen thing because the rosin bag is still there and pitchers are going to have sunscreen on. Now, can pitchers pitchers avoid rubbing their hand on the sunscreen? Yeah. Can they, when they apply the sunscreen, rub it into their arms better so that it's not, you know, goopy all over their arms? Yes, there's things they can do. But for Major League Baseball to actually suggest just don't wear sunscreen seems just monumentally stupid. Uh, and so, you know, there's all this stuff. I Like I said, I'm glad they're cracking down. And I think starting in 2022, they should say, you know what, no foreign substances. Any doctor in the baseball is going to be met with harsh penalties. And I'm fine with right now saying, okay, no, none of the really sticky stuff. But to go in the middle of a season and say nothing, you you can't use anything. And starting a week from today, we really mean it. We're going to start enforcing this rule that's been on the books forever. A, that kind of indicates that you've kind of done a bad job up to now in enforcing your rules. And it's, it, it just, it seems like there wasn't much concern for the health of the players taken into account uh, because, it, in my opinion, Rob Manfred panicked about the the PR aspect of all this and he felt a need to do something. And so he just overreacted, went zero to 100 and said, everything's banned, Arr, knee jerk. And, I, you know, I know I bash Rob Manfred here sometimes and I promise you, if Rob Manfred, when he does something good, I will say it. It's just that so many of the things that he does aren't good for baseball and don't even seem like they're trying to be good for baseball. And this, you know, this at least seems like, well, he's trying to get to a good point. 
I, I, I respect that. We want to get this cheating out of the game. Well, why haven't you done that in the last four years? I mean, there's there's a book, The MVP Machine by Ben Lindbergh and Travis Sochik. It's been in paperback for a year, which so it was written and then published and then published in paperback. And that was a year ago. So and, and it talks about this sticky stuff. It talks about Trevor Bauer and driveline and testing sticky stuff. I mean, this is not a new thing. And for Rob Manfred to treat it like it is a new thing, like it's this emergency, unforeseen emergency. It's like a kid who tells his parents at 10 o'clock when I, by the way, my science project is due tomorrow morning and I've known about it for three weeks. So can you help me do my science project? That's the energy I'm getting for Rob Manfred. And you know what? We've all been that kid, but most of us, by the time we are running a multi-billion dollar industry, we are not that kid anymore. We are better at things like that. Yes, things come up. This should not have been an emergency. This was foreseeable. That's my opinion. I know some of you won't agree with me, but that's my opinion. And I'm okay with people disagreeing. I'm not saying I'm 100% right. I'm saying that's that's what I think. And, uh, you know, let's opinions. That's what they are. I think I'm right. Uh, so that's about all I have to say about it right now. Vince and I, I'm sure we'll talk more about it in the coming weeks as it actually gets implemented. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's pushback from the union and maybe they do uh, change things on the sunscreen and, and rosin front. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Uh, but we'll talk more about it if stuff comes up. But for now, I'm going to come back in a minute and I'm going to talk about doing the wave at Dodger Stadium. So keep it locked on Dodgers. Have I mentioned Built Bar to you? Of course I have. It's the best tasting protein bar ever. And I, I'm not saying that because they pay me to read the ad. I assume they do. I don't know. Uh, I They don't send me a check. Locked On Network sends me a little tiny check. And I assume some of that comes from Built Bar. But the reason I talk about it so fervently is because I have a box full of Built Bars in my pantry and I eat them almost every day and so does my wife and so do my kids and we all love them because it's like eating a candy bar without the guilt because they're healthy. There's a bunch of different flavors, the coconut brownie, uh, I can't remember what it's called, a coconut brownie something is my favorite. Uh, I, I don't know if it's even available right now, so I'm sorry if I just got your hopes up, but mint brownie is really good too. But most of them have 17 or 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, and only four or five grams of sugar and carbs. It's like, they're delicious, and you don't have to feel bad. If you're trying to lose weight, they're great. Trying to build muscle, they're great. Just want to replenish after a workout, awesome. You just want a delicious snack, and you don't care about any of that health stuff. You just don't want to feel guilty because you just ate a Butterfinger. Eat a Built Bar instead. And if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, the NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. That's promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
All right, last thing for today. I'm just going to talk a little bit about the Wave. It was the first game back with the full stadium. I've been to three games at Dodger Stadium this year. Uh, the Wave happened, I think, at all of them, but not super exuberantly. But having 52,000 fans back in the stadium on Tuesday night, the Wave was out in full effect, and a lot of people on Twitter were upset about that. And I just want to talk about the Wave. You know, I, I know it's going to seem like a con- contrarian view, but uh, I, I really just feel this way. I don't mind the wave. I don't do the wave. Sometimes like I'll raise an arm or whatever as it comes past me. If I feel so inclined, I don't start the wave. I don't like doing the wave, but I have no problem with the wave because my general philosophy in life is if something isn't hurting anyone and people are enjoying it, let people enjoy it. And that's kind of the way I feel about the wave because it doesn't hurt anyone. I've seen some pretty weak arguments that, oh, it's dangerous because, you know, if if people stand up and then while the person in front of you is standing up, a foul ball is hitting them right as they sit down, the foul ball hits you in the face. You know, it, it's these things. Well, yeah, you know what? Uh, I guarantee you your chances of getting hit in the face by a foul ball because of the wave are much, 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 much lower than your chances of, say, dying in a car accident on the way to Dodger Stadium or any of those other things, getting struck by lightning. Uh, The next time somebody gets hit by a foul ball because of the wave will be the first time, and it won't happen because it's just not going to happen. So people have fun with the wave, and it's not hurting anybody. But more to the point... Dodger Stadium can hold 50, you know, they say 56,000, a sellout is, you know, 52, 53,000 people. Even in a city as big as Los Angeles, a fan base as big as the Dodgers, if you want to put 52,000 people in the stadium 81 times a year, you need casual fans to show up. If only the diehards show up, that's when you get attendance like, you know, that other team that claims to be from LA. Or look at the team from Dodger Stadium South before they got good. And how many fans do they get every game? They only got the diehards. Well, Dodger Stadium, it attracts people who are there for the experience. Not everybody is going to go there to be a diehard baseball fan. They're not going to be hanging on every pitch. They're there to have fun. They're there to do the wave. They're there to hit beach balls. They're there to chant angels suck when they see a guy in an angels uniform, I guess. You know, they are, you can't fill a stadium 81 times a year with only diehards. You need the casual fans. And if the wave makes casual fans have fun, great. And guess what? My kids like doing the wave because I let them do things that they enjoy doing. And so you have kids there. Oh, look, mom, the wave's coming. They don't care that it's a close game. If you have a six-year-old there, you'd be glad he's at Dodger Stadium with you. Uh, and don't worry that he doesn't realize that Phil Bickford just walked two batters and, and the you know, the tying run is on second base and and it's a dramatic situation, let him do the wave. You know, and that, that's kind of my feeling on the wave. Uh, it, it boils down to it doesn't hurt anybody. I'm fine with you guys hating it. I'm even fine with you guys complaining about it uh, because that's all part of sports fandom. I'm not going to tell you how to fan, but telling people not to do the wave is kind of the epitome of telling people how to fan and Dodger Stadium is a great atmosphere in part because of the wave there I said it the wave is part of what makes Dodger Stadium great just like the beach balls and you know the the fights in the pavilion obviously nothing too serious not fights aren't good but it's all part of the Dodger Stadium experience, and it's the reason the Dodgers lead the major leagues in attendance every year. And guess what? Every one of those casual fans paid for a ticket, which gives the Dodgers money to sign Mookie Betts to a 
12-year contract extension. You know, things like that. Uh, all of that boils down to, I like Dodger Stadium even when the wave's happening, and it's fun, and you guys are free to not like it, but I just want to tell you that I disagree with you, and that's okay. Uh, that's going to do it for me for today. Uh, I talked about the game. I talked about the sticky stuff. I talked about the wave. I feel like I have done my duty. So thank you all for listening. If you haven't yet subscribed to locked on Dodgers, wherever you get your podcasts, please do that. Now, if you have friends or family who you think might like the show, tell them about it. Uh, we'd love to get more listeners. As Vince mentioned yesterday, we've been in second place on the locked on networks, MLB shows behind locked on white Sox the last two weeks. And uh, I think it's the first time we've ever gone two weeks in a row not being in first place. So uh, let's get that back up to first place, please. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Dodgers. Vince is on Twitter at Vince Semperio. I'm on Twitter at Snydog, and the DMs are open in all of those places. Our email address is LockedOnDodgers at gmail.com. And our phone number for voicemails or text messages is 323-863-LOCK-5625. We are here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be here with us. When you get in your car or sit on your couch, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, Kevin Durant was all the Brooklyn Nets needed. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. D, I say D-O, D-O-D-G-E-R-S. The team that's all heart, all heart and all thumbs, they're my Los Angeles, your Los Angeles, our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Bye.